Hey guys, and welcome to the third episode of Who the Fuck Are You? I'm Sam. And I'm Josh. And today we're going to be talking about the holidays. The holidays. (laughs) (laughs) Good enough. Um, Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the holidays, and we're going to be talking about the holiday blues, and about spending time with family. And kind of navigating the time of year when... A lot of people like to just let loose and imbibe, you know, mm-hmm. um, as well as, you know, there's a lot of stress. There's a lot of stress around the holidays and there's a lot of, um, you know, which I, as a side note, I've always thought was so stupid that mm-hmm. the, you know, most wonderful time of the year supposedly is also the most stressful, totally. you know, like, but yeah, navigating that and just, you know, how we handle that and how we feel about it. I know both Sam and I are struggling a little bit with it, but you know, at the end of the day, mama didn't raise no bitch. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I'm strug- struggling. <laughs> like <laughs> the holidays be hard. Mm. But yeah, so we're gonna sit down and talk with you guys about the holidays. Hopefully it helps. Yes. And we are pre-recording this episode, um, so it'll come out after Thanksgiving, but we have recorded it before Thanksgiving. So we kind of wanted to do a little in between Thanksgiving and Christmas so you guys have something to listen to yes. um, for the holidays, both of them. So we still have yet to experience Thanksgiving. I know that my Thanksgiving is going to be... Uh, I mean, I, I love Thanksgiving. I, I really do. And I am fortunate that I have a good, pretty good family, um, a large family. There's going to be like 20 people at my parents' house for Thanksgiving. And, um, but, you know, I was just telling Sam before we started recording that I woke up this morning and the first, literally, like, I opened my eyes, and the first thing I thought about was wine. Mm. I was like, man, like, mm. even though it's been so long, I just imagined, you know, being at my parents' house, and and that's what we always used to do, you know. And by they would always have a glass of wine, and I'd have, like, a bottle. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy that you say that though, because today I was also thinking about wine. Like, it's, it's the season. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. That's interesting. So. Anyway, go on. Yes. Um, yeah, Sam. So talk. Talk to us. Talk. Talk to me. Talk to <laughs> us. Talk. Talk to them. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> um. So. I have had a pretty rocky relationship with my family my whole life. Um, My mom's still an addict and, you know, uh, hmm. All right, all cards on the table since, you know, this is, um, who the fuck are you? I, my mom has been an addict pretty much my entire life, and so was my dad. My dad was never really in my life, um, and my mom, I lived with her until I was, like, 10, and, um, she was really big on 
the holidays. Like, she always wanted to, like, go all out and, like, get us the best stuff. And same thing for birthdays, but it never really mattered, honestly. It was just, like, about her and her showing out because, quite frankly, she knew she her shortcomings were pretty short. <laughs> or, um, or large, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had many, and I think that was, like, her way of trying to make up for it because she didn't really know um, mm. how else to address her behavior. But, uh, yeah, so I moved in with my great-grandparents, and holidays with them were always really, really hard um, because I think it was this really... I felt like my entire life I was kind of like this, like, elephant in the room that nobody wanted to talk about and it was just kind of like just don't say the wrong thing in front of Sam because mm. she doesn't have her mom or her dad or her sisters and we're old and we don't know what to do about it mm. which mm. like as I get older and that's not I'm not trying to be like my grandparents were too old and like whatever I love my grandparents they did a lot for me but I will say that I can't imagine what it would be like being in my 50s and taking care of somebody else's kid that was struggling, you know? And so I don't really know how I would handle that either. But um, oh, yeah. I can tell you that it it wasn't as, as good as we both wanted, I think. You know, I think they wanted to do better and I wanted to be better too. But... Um, yeah, so holidays were weird. I always felt kind of outside of my family. Like, my grandma is a saint. I love her. She has Alzheimer's now. Um, but she's amazing. And, um, her family were kind of like wasps. And so I just felt really mm. outside there. And I felt like people were always, like, trying to be, like progressive and inclusive but i definitely felt tokenized a lot as a kid good word um thank you tokenized yeah so yeah so holidays have always been hard i have a weird relationship with holidays um and this year it's been really really tough for me um because i've made the decision to not reach out to my mom um or my dad or um, not the grandma that raised me, but my mom's mom. <clears throat> um, forever. Oof. Yeah, because um, there's just always something that makes me... It's an expense for me. Like, example, <clears throat> the last time I saw my aunt, I went over to her house, and she asked me explicitly why I had never reported my rape. And I feel like that was, like, the last straw for me. Because it's like, um, how come you never asked me if I was okay? <laughs> or if I needed help? Or why is that man still in our family? <laughs> God. So, yeah, things like that. And, like, yeah, just, just really, really, really unfortunate stuff that I'm sure we'll unpack throughout this podcast. But... Um, yeah, so it's been really tough, and, um, I haven't met my partner's parents yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have some trauma meeting, um, white folks, and, 
um, before anybody gets really upset about that, I want to explicitly say that I don't feel like, um, or I know that I am not like placing a bias on them. I, it's just for me, I need to go a little slow with things like that because, um, previous partners, parents were really, really bad to me. Um, mm. and that's been a hard hoop for me to jump through. And I've also been unpacking some really heavy things recently. And I feel like a part of me is also really scared that they're going to like me. And, I mean. <laughs> and I, um, for whatever reason, I feel uncomfortable by that. Like, I feel like they're going to really want to love me and be my family, and I don't know how to do that, and I don't want to fuck it up, I guess. Um, I haven't had to make time for family in a long time, and in, like, all honesty, it's not a huge uh, thing for me. Um, I think one reason being I don't really know how to do it, and two, I just have place myself and my friends in that family space so um it's just a learning curve uh but yeah things have been interesting and I want to start my own family um and that's been tough because I don't really know why that's been hard for me um and I'm an artist, so I have Medicare, and it's not very good insurance. <laughs> um, like, the gynecologist is a specialty doctor, so your copay is, like, more expensive still. Oh, wow. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if I wanted to get tested, and the thing, like, it's just so invasive to get tested to see if your eggs are still viable. Um, but... Yeah, so, like, I feel like... I haven't looked into it, but I feel like it would be um, an expensive thing. Um, but, yeah. That, anyway. Yeah, that's... Sorry. <laughs> no, that's... that's. I mean, thank you. Of course, thank you for sharing that so much. I... Um, that's a... That, that is... I think you made some good points that a lot of people probably... Um, resonate with um even the people that don't you know struggle with the same things that you and I have struggled with in the past even in a healthy family scenario holidays can be hard um just because of that relationship mm. aspect uh with you know it's, it's just people um but I would like to start by asking you a question, and that would okay. be how. And this is going to be in relation to sobriety. I know mm -hmm. that I know that we have a lot to unpack, but mm -hmm. um, as far as sobriety goes, I mean, we are addicts. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's that's that's there's no there's no getting around that, and we know that humans. As a whole, you know, we we find our coping mechanisms. Even if you're not an addict, we all have our vices and we all have things that we like to do to relieve stress. Um, and I'm just wondering, you know, how that affects you 
during the holiday season, specifically mm. regarding substances. I mean, mm. and and what do you do now that you've you know been sober for six years? Um, you know how. I guess what I'm asking is, how do you actively cope today hmm. um, in, in more of a healthy way? Well, let me tell you. Oh, tell me. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> I actually just had a really um, hard um, conversation with my partner last night um, talking about that exactly because around the holiday season it's always really hard for me and it's always like <laughs> because like you were saying earlier like there's always drinks around and like <clears throat> party favors if you will around the the party season so it can be um it's tough uh for sure and for whatever reason this holiday season has been especially hard and um I think that I just never, like, processed a lot of things in, like, the beginning of the year, and it's kind of, like, compiling for me, and I've made so some pretty um, big uh, mistakes lately, and I think it's largely due to the fact that I haven't really been doing... Like, in all honesty, um, I'm showing up for the podcast right now, so I hope that... They show up for me, <laughs> being vulnerable right now. Didn't but like um, <laughs> I. Uh, it's also necessary for you know like success and <laughs> <laughs> like, <you know>. <laughs> <laughs> the vision of the whole entire podcast. Um, but it's been really really tough for me to do the work um, in staying sober right now. Um, the to take words from Brene Brown. The story that I'm telling myself right now is that I have fucked up my relationship with my grandma and now she has Alzheimer's because I was a heroin addict. Uh, she does not have Alzheimer's because I was a heroin addict. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like I can't have a baby because I did drugs for so long. Um, and how the fuck would I ever know that? For real. And... Um, yeah, so it's it's been hard for me. So a lot of, like, another story I've been telling myself is, like, if I can't have all of these things or do all of these things because of black, then maybe that's something that I should consider again. But it's, mm. like, yeah. yeah. You know, because it's, Ooh. like, if I'm making these mistakes and I'm acting like an addict, then I guess I'm not good enough to be sober, right? But that's not true. It's not true, but it is the story that I have been telling myself lately, so it's been really hard. But what has been helping me, um, physical exercise is incredibly important to my mental health. And I haven't ran, and I've been a runner for like 10 years. I haven't ran for like almost two years. Whoa. Um, yeah. And I went to, I went for a run the other day and it felt really good. Um, so I've been you. trying to do that, yeah, and um, been dedicating myself a little bit more to my writing, um, which really helps me. So any, I guess, passions that you guys have, mm. um, indulging yourself in those. And something that um, I've been working on is trying to just be really, really kind to myself. Um, and Preach. forgiving 
of myself um, because I find that in these times in, this, in the holiday season when I'm like, I don't have family to spend it with or whatever, I start thinking about all of my mistakes and like, um, so I've been, yeah, just trying to be gentle um, in every aspect of my life. Um, and my friends um, really get me through the holiday season too. Mm, the, the chosen family, as we like to say. Yes. You know, I, I and I, my my brain is just like going a hundred thousand different directions as you're talking because you're bringing up so much good stuff. And I, mm. I think one thing that I've really been learning lately that kind of complements what you were saying was, I've really been, uh, I've really been a, becoming more aware of my black or white tendencies mm. so it's and it can be a blessing and a curse but I think more of the time it's a curse than mm. a blessing is just thinking things in all or nothing so you know specifically in the vein of addiction no pun intended but <laughs> vein <laughs> but anyway <laughs> Sorry, but um, I'm so sorry if you triggered anyone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trigger warning. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't believe in trigger warnings. You're responsible for your own feelings. But <laughs> preach this. I'm gonna make people mad with that one. I know you are, but, but <clears throat> I'm not responsible for your feelings. I'm very sorry. Anyway, True. um, <clears throat> it's kind of that. It's kind of that notion that like. And I'm, I'm, I'm learning to get out of it, um, but it's the thought that says, well, I only have $15, so I'm just going to spend it, you know? Gotcha. I, yeah, only, yeah. You know I, I, I only have $10, so I'm going to go spend 30 and put myself in the negative because it can't get worse mm. than it is now you know and i think that type of thinking is the same type of thinking that we get when we're being really hard on ourselves because of the mistakes you know that we've made and i've had similar thoughts you know of like well i spent so much of my life wasting time mm. And I'm just so behind. I'm so, I'm learning things that I feel like I should have learned when I was, you know, ten years ago. And 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 you know, have I fucked this up too much? Is it even worth it? Like, you know, what? And and I know, or I think I know, the solution to feel better. And I think that's where I'm having to kind of reroute my thoughts is sometimes I think to myself, I know that drinking and I don't need, <clears throat> I don't need to get like blackout drunk, but I know that if I had three or four shots, I would feel better mm. temporarily. Band you know, and, and I'd be like, you know, I, I, it would make me feel better. And so it's that like romanticizing a little bit of, of our previous coping mechanisms, just knowing that, that these like negative 
thought patterns that we're having about ourselves, this negative self-talk, um, it could be alleviated by having a drink or by going back to your drug of choice. And that is just, it's just like within arm's reach. It's so close, mm. you know, and then I think it's really important for us to realize that that is not true. You know, the, just as Sam said, the story that I'm, she said, that's a story I'm telling myself. That is also a story that we're telling ourselves is that this will make us feel better because you know, you know that it fucking won't, you yeah. know, that like, as soon as you take that drink or as soon as you take that pill or as soon as you do whatever you do, it's going to be terrible and it's just mm. going to come back on you tenfold. And so these healthy ways to cope, um, I really like that Sam talked about physical activity. Uh, just because I've been feeling like a cow lately. And Nathan, my partner, and I are going to start working out on Friday again. Nice. Yeah. Like going to the gym. Oh, hello. Um, yeah, like going to the gym, um, which I really hate the gym. Yeah. I really fucking hate the gym. There's just so many people in there that probably aren't watching me, but I feel like they are because I feel like I'm more important than I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, but <clears throat> physical activity is, is really important. I've also been writing, too. Yeah? Yeah, which I bought a notebook, and and uh, I have trouble sleeping. I'm, I'm definitely an insomniac. I, I, I am what you might call the sleepless elite. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I get, like, five or six hours of sleep every day, and I've done that since I was, like, 14. So, mm. I mean... I tell myself that I'm fine, but maybe I'm going to die soon, but who knows. <clears throat> um, I joke. Uh, but yeah, I've, especially like at night uh, when I'm laying in bed and all my thoughts are going in 16,000 different directions and, you know, Nathan is next to me and he's asleep and I'm just like, man, that, how do you do it? Mm. Like you just fall asleep so easily. You just lay down and you're like, well, see ya. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I'm just sitting there with eyes wide open. I'm just like, mm. you know. Have you tried the CBD um, sleep caps from the bar? I have, yes. Did you not like them? I don't know. I have to be careful with CBD because sometimes CBD gives me anxiety, which sounds... Oh, damn. <laughs> I know, it's so stupid and my body hates me. It's crazy. And sometimes I have these thoughts. It's like, oh, yeah, my body hates me because I have ruined it. And so mm. why don't I just ruin my body more? Um, I know it's, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. Um, that that's, makes total sense. It's also a self-defeating thought, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. So like I just, I went out in my living room the other day and I got out my new notebook and I got a nice pen. I really love nice pens. Mm, me too. We and, love a good pen. Yes. And yeah. I just like wrote three pages, like nice. filled out three whole pages in this full size notebook. And I was like, shit. Nice. Like I needed to get some stuff out, and then the next night I did the same thing. <laughs> I was just like writing, and then, yeah, it helps me kind of process. And if you don't write, I would highly encourage you to Do start. It. Um, it's so good for you. Yep, it is. It it really helps get the thoughts out of your head mm -hmm. um, and onto something else that's tangible. Um, and kind of organize it. Um, so 
Yeah, coping strategies during the holidays are extremely important. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think just echoing what you said about um, <clears throat> be feeling better when we do it. And I was talking, Jared told me last night, he said that because I was having a conversation pretty similar to him or um, to this one. And he said that what is really great about sobriety, and I haven't thought about this in a really long time, um, is that everything is actually gonna be okay. And like, when I was doing heroin, it was never okay. Mm. Like life was never fucking okay. Like, I was always fucking looking for dope. I was always fucking stealing shit. I was fucking trying to get money, trying to get cash, trying to get anything I needed. And I was like, never rest, was never still. And I was always fucking on the go. And my life sucked. Like, it was terrible. So stressful. It's so fucking stressful, dude. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I think about it and I'm like, oh my God. Like, I can't believe that I even just survived the stress and, and, like depression of that time of my life like it was just so bad but I think it's important to remember if you're sober right now and also if you're not that everything is gonna be okay and if it's not okay it's gonna be okay eventually mm. you know and sometimes it's like I feel like it's like juvenile to say things like that to myself um but I find that it I need it sometimes especially right now but yeah. yeah one thing nathan and i have really been talking about lately is you know both of us have uh, as i've kind of said before both of us have had a, a rocky relationships in the past um with other people and with ourselves you know mm -hmm. we, we all have our own struggles and and such and mm -hmm. <clears throat> you know um this sounds like really cheesy and also kind of juvenile but it just kind of happens every year. I come up with a word that I just kind of attach to until I feel like I don't need that word anymore. And mm. so lately, pretty much this year, my word has been thriving because mm. Nathan and I were talking and, and, and ought to be like super vulnerable. Both of us are having a hard time right now, especially Nathan with stability mm. uh, because chaos was the norm for so long that it, it's almost comfortable yeah you know yeah. and when you go from that stress of like having to you know just like sam said like survival, survival. that's exactly right just surviving in whatever way you can and then transitioning from surviving to thriving can feel really fucking boring. Oh yeah. And like, oh <laughs> it's, yeah, it's so boring. <laughs> and it's like, man, maybe I should fuck this up right mm, now. Like maybe I should, <laughs> maybe maybe I should just fuck everything up just for fun. But mm. it's not fun. It's not fun at all. So I haven't done that yet. So tune in. Like give me like <laughs> give me like three weeks. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, the, <clears throat> excuse me, you know, I was just thinking about like stealing money 
specifically stealing money. I used to steal a lot of money. And mm-hmm. I've paid it all back as far as I know. So if anyone is listening right now that if I owe you money, <laughs> then forgive me. But Then <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> We're bro. Just We're like, artists. <laughs> yep. That's true. Um, but uh, I've always said to myself... I always had money for booze. Yeah. I always mm-hmm. had money and I found a way to get money and I and I never went a single day without mm-hmm. booze. How the fuck did I do that? Mm. I don't know. I don't know how I did that. I it seems impossible because right now I'm like, "Oh man, I really want I don't know." something like a pair of headphones but i can't afford them mm. for some reason when oh I, my god when yes I talk always, about that yes when i always had enough money for alcohol how 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 did i always have money when i and now i don't have money for things that i want maybe it's because i'm spending my money on other things i don't know Do trying to fill the void but <laughs> do you also think it's because like everything is so much more expensive than it was. Oh my god! Back then, I, I went to King yeah. Supers and got a groceries. I just got three bags of groceries, and it was seventy dollars. Yeah, dude, it's insane, insane. <laughs> it's insane. I'm like, what? I put <clears throat> gas in my car, and it was almost four bucks. Four dollars a gallon? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's. I was like, damn. <laughs> I remember when I used to see a two on that bitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. That is true. It's. It is sad, you know, but if I, I always thought like, man, how do I take that energy? How do I take that same drive, you know, that I have or that I had to get money and apply that towards like positive things? And I think I'm working on it and I think it's, you know, it's a work in progress, but the problem is that the gratification is so much slower. Oh, God, yeah. You know, and and whereas if I got money before, it's like instant gratification. I yeah. think that's the problem, mm-hmm. you know. <clears throat> um, but this is an interesting podcast that we have just because I feel like we're so all over the place right now, but, um, and I, and I hope that this is, we haven't lost anybody's interest. I mean, fuck it. We're still going to post it anyways, but, um, yeah, I I think it's really a testament to kind of like where our minds are right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, we're feeling kind of the, the frazzled nerve endings that are just exploding. Like a cactus. Like a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a cactus in my brain. <laughs> um, and I'd like to talk about uh, one more thing that I can think of right now, and that's something that Sam said about family. Um, you know, especially in the gay community, or I should say in the queer community, um, we hear it a lot just because a lot of families are really homophobic. Um... I don't know if this is a normal thing, you know, for most people. I don't know what's normal anymore. What the fuck is normal? I have no idea. But, God, I mean, I know this is going to single out some people, but sometimes I hang out with straight people, and I'm like, oh, I forgot that this was a thing. Not straight people, just, like, the fact that you guys, like, 
treat each other this way and you like control each other's mm. phones and I'm just like don't why why, mm. do you, why do you do that like oh you liked her photo on Instagram I'm just so like so what yeah so like <laughs> like I'm so just not used to this like ownership culture that is mm, in, like, ownership culture yeah, yeah that's that's so like heteronormative mm-hmm. you know anyway I'm getting off topic but <clears throat> what I'm saying is that a lot of people's families in the queer community don't support them. Um, and so you have to make a decision to leave them, Mm. you know, and that's kind of what Sam was saying, especially about the holidays. That can be hard. Um, it can be hard for addicts. It can be hard for queer people. It can be hard for just a human. If you have a shitty family, Mm. you know, and that is something that's really important because I think a lot of the time, and I know this is we this is talked about a lot but a lot of the time we feel guilt because there are family and what we've been told about family through movies and tv shows and music and by our parents and grandparents and just whatever's modeled for us you know we have been taught to think that family um is uh, that the, the unconditional forgiveness for your family and respect is something that is deserved and to be expected when yeah. that's not true. You know, you have to have, you have to have the self-awareness and also you have to love yourself enough and be compassionate towards yourself enough to be able to say, these people are not for me. Mm. You know, they do not have my best in mind, but I do, and it can feel really selfish. And I think that's really hard about this time of year is choosing what's better for yourself, even though it can be kind of lonely, Yeah. you know? And so I really respect you and I appreciate Mm -hmm. that you're making that decision for yourself because I know that probably sucks. Yeah. 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 It does suck. And it was hard. I definitely felt guilt for a long time. But it's just what is for the best for me. But thank you. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you a question. I would love to answer your question. Um, Have you met Nathan's parents yet? Um... So, I have met the woman that Nathan calls mom. Say more. Um, (laughs) um, So, Nathan was raised by two women. Okay. um, Who were, they were married to each other, but his biological mom is um, also not in his life. Okay. Um, Yeah, she is really, she's a really awful human. Mm. She's a horrendous human so Nathan made a similar decision um I believe last year he made the final decision to never speak to her again Mm. um but his mom's ex-wife um is who he calls mom now because she basically raised him um and yeah actually we've gone out to dinner with her for like like a few times in the past two months or so. Nice. Yeah, she's awesome. She's she's really cool. And 
Um, Nathan's dad does live here. His biological dad lives here. Um, but they don't really have a relationship. Nathan didn't even meet him mm-hmm. or didn't even meet him until he was like 15, I think. I don't, okay. I don't remember, but gotcha. yeah, they don't really know each other all too well. But yeah, so I've met, I've met the woman Nathan calls mom. Okay. Um, are you spending the holidays together? Like with your families and stuff? Um, or no? we're going to be at my family's this okay. year. Yeah. Um, and he's met your family, right? Yeah, Nathan loves my family. My family loves Nathan too. That's awesome. Yeah, that's they, good. But Nathan, I'm, I'm really excited for Thanksgiving because, like I said, there is going to be like 20 people, and my family is this huge Italian family, and we're like, and it's my grandpa is. I mean, I love my grandpa, but I have him blocked on Facebook. If that tells you anything. Gotcha. So, gotcha. <laughs> but, <clears throat> and my grandma is like the sweetest woman you will ever fucking meet in your life, and she's gonna ruin my life when she dies. But. Aww. Um, she will laugh at just absolutely anything. And I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I know. She's, uh, I, I love her and I can't wait for Nathan to meet her. She's already said, oh, my, my, I just, I'm so thankful for my grandma because she's seen me go through a lot of crazy relationships and a lot of them in the past five years. But like every time she's like, oh, let me meet him, which is really, Aww. I know, which is really nice. Especially considering, like, we come from a very traditionally Christian family, you know, yeah. like, very extremely conservative, fundamentally Christian, and I am the only gay person in my family. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, my god. The only one out of my cousins That's and crazy. everyone, and so... When I came out, it was like a huge deal, you know, but consistently my grandparents have always just, they've honestly, I think the grandparents have probably been more accepting than my parents at first, but at first my parents are fine now. They're whatever, but I love you, mom and dad. If you're, if you listen to this, (laughs) I'm sorry for saying the F word so many times. (laughs) Just kidding. I'm not sorry. Fuck. <laughs> oh, Josh has Tourette's. Actually, I do. <clears throat> yeah, just um, I just withhold it a lot. But now that Sam said the word Tourette's, <laughs> it's probably gonna trigger me. So, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> um, so. Yeah, but anyways, I'm really excited for Nathan to meet my whole family, and I think he's really going to like him, and I hope they will like him too. But, I mean, I don't know. If they don't, then then go put your head in a ceiling fan. I don't care. (laughs) 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 Oh, that's funny. Okay, so... Did that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> it did answer my question. What else do you think we should talk about today? <laughs> um. Hmm. I don't know. You know, it's. I think it's important to realize, kind of like what Sam was saying, um, and and. I just want to say again, thank you for being vulnerable and 
kind mm-hmm. of talking about all that um, at the beginning of when we started recording this podcast, Sam. Um, and I, I, I want to tell you this, and I want to tell anybody this who is listening, it's so important to just take a step back and take a breath and just be kind to yourself, like Sam was saying, just be easy on yourself. Um, and just keep telling yourself that January 1st will come around and then everything will quiet down Mm. and people will stop driving like assholes. Do you ever notice that by the way? People drive like assholes during holidays. Oh my God. Yeah. It's again, people shouldn't be stressed right now, but but it's stressful. Like I think like the, I always get really depressed on my birthday because of the pressure to be happy and I feel like mm. I feel similarly in the holiday season mm. because I'm like I mean I was about to say I get sadder in the winter but <laughs> 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 I, I remember when I thought my depression was seasonal like I think it's all the time now, mm. but, um, it just gets worse <laughs> in the winter. It's all the time. It just gets, it's all the time. It just gets worse. It just gets worse. Cause yeah. it gets dark at four and it ruins my life. Oh. But it's so bad. Yeah, it is. It's really like just kind of ridiculous. I mean, why do we even do daily daylight savings time anymore? It's a conspiracy. I think. Of what? I don't know. The man's just trying to keep, <laughs> keep us down. He was- it's just like our main source of income as Americans is not agriculture anymore. So why do we need daylight savings time? I have literally no idea, but I've come to accept anyway. that logic and reason don't prevail in, <laughs> anymore. <laughs> anymore. Anymore. That's like <laughs> such a... you got to be careful. Critical thinking these days will get you killed or something. Oof. Who knows? But, you know... Use your fucking turn signal. Ooh, <laughs> I know what I wanted to talk about really quick. Yeah, tell I don't me. know if I should or if we should save it for another episode. Maybe they can tell us. Um, What's the topic? New Year's resolutions. Oh, I was going to talk about New Year's resolutions. Let's save that. Save it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you guys have made it this far, listening to the podcast, <laughs> listening to us, thank you for today, listening. Thank you so much. Yes. <clears throat> if you have any comments or questions about. New Year's resolutions or ideas or anything you want us to address, send us a message. Yeah. Um, let us know. And if you aren't following us on Instagram yet, we are. We, we have an Instagram page. We have like yes. 21 followers. Yeah. Uh, we're super excited. Yes. Thank you guys so much oh, for thank following. You. Um, the Instagram page uh, is, um, so it's kind of long. But it does make sense. It's WTF, like who the fuck are you? WTF, A-R-E-Y-O-U, WTFRU, <laughs> <laughs> underscore podcast. Uh, so who the fuck are you, underscore podcast on Instagram. And um, if you go there, you can see our beautiful faces. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sam's beautiful face. Oh, my God. Stop. Um, Josh is very beautiful. Oh, man. Thank you. But um, we'd love to have you follow us on there. We're going to have... Um, hopefully, this podcast is going to be on all major platforms. Yeah. Like Apple Music, Spotify, um, 
and uh, pretty soon we're gonna probably make a Facebook page or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think so. I was gonna make a like a private Facebook group, okay. and then when we create our Patreon, we could do a private Facebook group for Patreon. That sounds too. good. Yeah. Cool. Um, so thanks for tuning in to our kind of uh, chaotic episode, yes. but we are struggling, but we're making it, and um, we're all in this together. Yeah. <laughs> all right okay thank you thank you we'll we'll see you guys next time bye goodbye